the fall is what originated the battle of the sexes. But when Jesus came, he came to seek and save that which was lost. And we are no longer under the sway and the power of the fall. And men and women are not enemies. We are allies. You know, one of my favorite all-time quotes is something uh, written by Matthew Arnold. He was a British poet and philosopher. And this is what he said in the 1800s. He said, if ever there comes a time when the women of the world come together purely and simply for the benefit of mankind, they will be a force such as the world has never known. This is Charisma Connection. I'm Steve Green on the Charisma Podcast Network, and I'm so excited. I've been waiting for this interview for months. I've had the privilege of interviewing her husband, and I know her son. I knew her from my days of ORU, and it's a great pleasure to welcome to the Charisma Podcast Network studios, live via telephone, my new acquaintance today, but a longtime friend, Lisa Bevere. Lisa, welcome to CPN. Thank you so much, Dr. Green. I'm so excited about this interview. Well, that's great. I, I thought we'd start. I want to tell our listeners right from the beginning that we're going to do two interviews, and we're going to air the other one later as you get close to a time when you're about to release your, your newest book. And we'll talk about that later. But I want to tell them that we're going to focus on some of your current books and things you're excited about now and what you're up to. And then we'll talk about this new book that you have coming out just as we finish up this podcast. Absolutely. So I want to tell everyone also that it's really exciting to announce that Lisa Bevere is a cover girl. She's on the cover of Spirit-Led Woman. It's in the April 2016 issue, and I'm so proud of this issue that we just relaunched Spirit-Led Woman. You know that Charisma had published Spirit-Led for many years and stopped about oh, four or five years ago. And we've brought it back this year, and I'm so honored to have you on our cover. And the story is about girls with swords. And so just for our listeners who have missed this book, tell us a little bit about your book. You know, um, Girls with Swords was kind of a, a mandate message for me. I was down in New Zealand, and I was trying to fall asleep, and I heard the Holy Spirit say, reforge the sword. I was like, hmm. is this because I'm in the Lord of the Rings land that I am hearing this? <laughs> and I thought, I'm just going to turn back over and go to sleep. And I kept hearing it over and over, Dr. Green. And so finally I got up and I said, Holy Spirit, what are you trying to say to me? And he said, there is a generation of daughters coming up who are unarmed and unaware that long before the enemy targeted them. I chose them. And you must, as a grandmother, as an older woman, forge a sword to put into their hands because the enemy is going to launch an onslaught against them. And so I got up. I, I began to write. I began to see that you know we needed not just the Word of God, but that mixing of the sword of the Spirit, which is why I love that you actually have relaunched Spirit-Lid Women and and giving it a, a new dynamic and a new, fresh generation that yes. doesn't understand why we need both the Word and the Spirit. And so that's thrilling to me. But Dr. Dr. Green, I don't know how many people out there know what's actually going on in our world right now. Mm-hmm. There is a full-scale onslaught against women. I know. Right now, we see 
sex trafficking, and a lot of people are aware of that, but that's not the only one that we are seeing right now as an attack. We are seeing something called gendercide, where 163 million women are missing off the globe right now. In countries like China, there might be 150 guys for every one girl. This dynamic has been going on because families have devalued daughters. They have said it's too expensive to have daughters in India. And this dynamic has been happening and kind of just recently was tracked. But you and I know that this is not the first time we see gender side. We see the attack on men twice in the Bible. Before the birth of Jesus, we mm-hmm. see when he is prophesied, then Herod goes crazy and kills all the boys two and under. And then at the time of Moses, Pharaoh killed all of the baby boys. So before the deliverer and before the redeemer, this was a dynamic. But now the attack is against women because the enemy is after a bride. And what we saw as one woman and one serpent in the garden has now expanded to all women, and the feminine bride and a dragon. And so this is kind of a dynamic that is going on. But rather than be afraid, women need to understand that the enemy does not attack what he is not afraid of. And we need to throw our shoulders back and realize, yes, yes, we might be a target, but that's because we also might be a hero. And the attack on women isn't about our history. It is about our destiny. Women are so much more spiritually connected, it seems to me. I've pastored a long time. I've known a lot of young college student women, and they're so much more in tune with the Spirit of God and, and a bigger threat to the enemy. Well, they can be. They can and be. And I do think that's why um, the enemy has worked overtime to sabotage connections that are healthy between women and women, and women and men. You know, the fall is what originated the battle of the sexes. But when Jesus came, he came to seek and save that which was lost. And we are no longer under the sway and the power of the fall. And men and women are not enemies. We are allies. And so these kind of attacks on gender are really an attack on the image of God. Because when you undermine gender, whether it's male or female, you undermine God's expression in this earth. That's so good. It just for those who are listening now and you want to follow her uh, blog or you'd like to find her on her website, I want to give that to you while we're talking, and maybe you can even bring it up. First of all, on Facebook, you can find her at lisabevere.page. That's a, a great place to keep up with what Lisa's up to and what she posts. She also has a, a, a website. Lisa, tell us about uh, your website. What is your well, URL? They can connect with me at lisabevere.com, or they can connect with us, John and I, on Messenger International. We also have messengerstreaming.org and Instagram and Twitter. You know, I have such a passion to see women of all ages have the same access to the same truth and see one another's young and old begin to echo it with strength. What are you seeing today in, in young women? You know, I spent so much of my career with college-age uh, students and teaching, and I've seen a real um, retrenching. They're backing up, it seems like, to me. Is that, do you observe that? Do you think they're, if anything, do you see them charging forward? I absolutely do, but, you know, they have to have a clarion sound. Yes. You know, there's never been a generation with more information 
and yet more confusion. Mm -hmm. And so when you give them clear-cut purpose and clear-cut tools, they have this awareness that they were created for something more. You know, one of my favorite all-time quotes is something uh, written by Matthew Arnold. He was a British poet and philosopher, and this is what he said in the 1800s. He said, if ever there comes a time when the women of the world come together purely and simply for the benefit of mankind, they will be a force such as the world has never known. And I think what we're seeing is the young girls come together to be angry at the men. They want to come together as a force for good. See, feminists come together, but they came together only for the benefit of women. And God blesses what benefits all. And so I'm seeing these young girls, when they actually hear they can do it with the guys, that they can do it for a purpose, that they can be both virtuous and capable. Because Dr. Green, you know, for years we had the virtuous women hiding in the church and the capable women outside of the church. Mm -hmm. But now we are seeing emerging of virtue and capabilities, women who are educating themselves and women who have sanctified themselves, and they are pressing in. I know that this generation, when you speak to their destiny, something inside of them is quickened, and and they just move forward. So girls with swords, how does that compare to the picture of a Proverbs 31 woman that we've heard preached for years? Well, you know, she was pretty fierce. I mean, she had land. She positioned her husband. She had uh, this ability to close her house. Mm-hmm. But the swords aren't about cutting people up or cutting them off. It's about setting people free. Yes. And God's word is a God sword. And we have been entrusted with his word. So the word that we speak is actually the sword that we lift. When you and I have a fluency in the word of God and we declare the word of God, boldly and with strength, then what we see is God is going to watch over his word to perform it. We have this incredible opportunity that we have been entrusted with an invisible, invincible, eternal weapon, and it's the word of God. But again, we have only studied the word. We just Mm -hmm. studied it, and it's not enough to study it. We must live it. We must speak it. We must act according to it. We must allow the Word of God to facet our lives. Yes. And so, uh, again, I think it is about the season where, and, you know, Jesus, he, you know, he talked to his disciples, and he, you know, on the last night, he said, hey, guys, all right, let me tell you, if you have a cloak, sell it yes. and buy a sword. Mm. I'm sure Peter was very confused when Jesus told him to put away his sword when he cut off the high priest servant's ear, but the truth is he was talking about the sword of the Spirit. He was talking figuratively about what we need, and we need God's Word right now to rightly divide between truth and error and soul and spirit, to have a discerning connection. And women do have an intuitive sense, and that is actually one of the dynamics that makes women just as good sensors as men are. Mm-hmm. Uh, fencing is the only sport women are just as good as men because it takes strategy, endurance, and intuition. And so and some we grace. have been entrusted with this weapon. Yes, for a good reason. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking about all the weddings coming up. And, you know, as a pastor, I do a few weddings in June, quite a few. And I was thinking about uh, 
giving gifts of your book to women. And I'm just torn between uh, Girls with Swords and maybe Lioness uh, Rising. What, what do you think? If I was going to give one book to a, a young woman just getting married, besides your you marriage know, book. I, I think that Lioness Rising talks way more about the relationship between men mm-hmm. and women. Okay. It really unpacks that men and women were created to be a power union, not a power struggle. And the dynamics of gender and the dynamics of, you know, that the man has a certain strength and the woman has a certain strength and those strengths are woven together. So I would definitely recommend if it was a married couple, Linus Rising, I think if you put Girls With Swords in the hand of a newlywed, it might scare her husband on the honeymoon. (laughs) I can't argue with that. It would scare me. So... Uh, your website, lisabevere.com, can we find your books there? You certainly can, and they can find them on Amazon, and they can find it on messengerinternational.org. Okay, that's great, because I want them to, to, to download some of your books. As a result of, of us talking today, I want them to get fired up about your message and to, to hear you, because you've got a powerful I, message. Go ahead. Oh, thank you. And can I say something that we're really excited about? Yes. And... Um, not only do we have the messages in English, so if somebody's in English speaking or French or German, you know, or Spanish or Portuguese, they can buy our books. But if you happen to know somebody that speaks Arabic or Farsi or Urdu or Tajik or Tamil or Hindi, we have over 70 languages on our website that they can download Girls Resorts. They can download Linus Rising. I could go many of our titles. They can download them for free if they are in nations that because of persecution or poverty, they don't have access to these resources. What an amazing gift. I'm strongly going to encourage them. In fact, I'll keep that in mind for future podcasts as we talk about these books and make sure people know about it. That's that's an amazing gift. I appreciate you doing that. You know, we want to give away more books every single year than we mm-hmm. sell. We don't do it in English. Sorry, guys, you finance it. But we uh, we do make sure that we do it in the other languages. And I believe to date we have given away 10 million individual mm-hmm. resources. I heard that directly from John, just, just talking with him friend to friend, and he said he, that that's his goal, to give away yep. more books every year. That's and that's what a blessing. We do. So just before we end the podcast, I've got to know what you're up to. And, and more than that, if you could kind of give us an idea of what you're thinking about, where you're heading. I know you've got a new book planned. I'd also like to hear about Lisa, too. What are you up to? What's God saying to you today in 2016 in this moment? What's on your mind? What's God speaking to you? Well, you you are correct. I just have a new book that is launching, but I already feel like I already know the next one I'm going to be writing. But oh, you got to tell me. Sense. you got to tell us about it. I know. It's probably not going to make sense to anybody but me right now. So okay. I, maybe when we're off air, I'll, I'll whisper it to you. Okay. But um, right now, I do have such a sense to travel and declare truth. Yes. You know, I feel like the church has tried uh, to be kind and somehow in the mix been intimidated off of truth. And so I am being a Sicilian grandmother and just going out there and saying what is truth with clarity. And so many of the young people are saying, thank you, we we just didn't understand how much of our answers we were looking for were actually Mm -hmm. in the Word of God. And so preaching boldly, uh, not compromising, being prophetic, which I believe is speaking what God is saying with boldness and with strength. You know, Dr. Green, it doesn't say that Jesus 
necessarily always said something different than the Pharisees, but he definitely spoke different. It said that Jesus spoke as one who had authority. authority. Yes. And so we need to speak, all of us, whatever realm of life that we are in as those that have authority. And then on the happy side, I'm getting a grandson yes. on, in August. So I'm super excited. They're going to name him August Michael. He'll be my fourth grandchild. That is exciting. And you're doing a lot of traveling. I am. That's yes, good. Yes, we are doing a crazy amount of traveling. But we are actually going to have a little bit of a mini vacation in June, which I'm super excited about. That's good, too. So your new book, Rival, it's about to come out uh, wait, later this summer, right? Yeah, it, it's called Without Rival, and it will hit in August. Without Rival. Want to tease it a little bit? Tell us about it. Just a little well, one-liner? Uh, yes. You know, it sets up the whole dynamic of identity, mm. that you have an identity without rival, serve a God without rival, have been entrusted with promises without rival, a language without rival, and a day without rival, headed for an eternity without rival, and positioned for a battle without rival. So these are just some of the dynamics. And I think there's a real rivalry right now, not just among people, but between being a friend with the world or a friend with God. And so I really wanted to set that up and write something really, make some decisive steps so that they are living a life free of rivalry. Yes. So just before we end the podcast, one word just as we go, there's someone listening right now that needs to hear from you and you know the word. What do you have on your heart to say to these listeners that are coming in now to hear you? I don't know what you are going through. But I do know why you might be in a hard position right now. I believe that the attacks that are now on your life have much more to do with who you might be in the future than who you have been in the past. So stop looking back, lift your head, and move forward. Amen. Great word. And I know you touched someone, and many, many people heard from you today with that word. So I strongly encourage them to... You bet. I want them to visit your website, lisabevere.com. That's a good starting place. All of her books are there, and you may want to buy them off Amazon to get them shipped to you quickly. Whatever you do, get her books in your hands, and, and it'll bless you. Buy one for someone else as well. We've been visiting with Lisa Bevere, our friend and a great friend of the gospel, and we're so thankful for your ministry. Thank you, Dr. Green. You've been listening to Charisma Connection with Steve Green on the Charisma Podcast Network. God bless you all. Today's podcast is brought to you by Dr. Bill Hammond, founder of Christian International Ministries. Thank you, Dr. Hammond, for sponsoring this podcast. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.